Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Jackie Sanders, Chief Editor of RDH Magazine, and today I am hanging out and spending some time with my friend, Alicia Maria. Hello, Alicia. How are you today? Jackie, since I'm able to see your smiling face, I am just over the moon with excitement. <laughs> well, it's it's a good way to start a morning. I have to agree. Thank you for returning the smile as well. So we were chatting a little bit before we jumped on this podcast, and we actually met many years ago at the very first RDH Evolution. Uh, you were actually sponsored by Sunstar, which is where I was then. And since we've met, your career and your path has just moved forward very fast, very quickly. Tell me a little bit about how it all started with Hygienists with Humanity. So it's so funny you say how it moves so fast, so quickly, and I still feel like it's moving so slow. <laughs> but but I trust the process. So with that being said, Hygienists for Humanity um, is my 501c3 that I started centered around continuing education. I saw a need for dental hygienists to be able to give back during CE events. And while we were doing an actual fun event for one of the conferences, we saw that there were some people in need right around the conference center. So so that sparked the idea of, of helping people get what they need, especially while we're visiting. So you don't, you don't want to leave a place taking from it. You want to give back what you're able to while you're there. So that's where Hygienists for Humanity came from. And all the while, you know, working on Hygienists for Humanity, I'm not sure if anyone knew, but I was working on my master's degree at the same time. So I've always been juggling just a few balls in the air. So with Hygienists for Humanity being my baby and growing that and working on my master's degree and also focusing on growing a public seek, a speaking career. These are all things that I had to kind of figure out what was going to best be the best pathway for me. So what I did find was public speaking gave me an audience of individuals who let me know that they were interested in getting organized with Hygienists for Humanity. So it helped our organization to get a lot of recognition really fast, but it was really hard to just build that traction. One of the things that I found, Jackie, is what Hygienists for Humanity would do is reach out to an organization like, let's just say, YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club, and we say, hey, we've got a handful of hygienists in your community that are eager and willing to come in and talk to the youth and offer them oral hygiene products as well as oral hygiene education. Are you willing to have us come in? You get nothing on the receiving end. And what my hypothesis mm -hmm. was, these people on the receiving end at the YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club have never had a quality dental hygiene experience. They don't understand the value of patient education and that dental hygiene contact. So when you get someone coming into you saying, here's free products and a professional who's willing to offer you their professional advice, they don't know how to say yes to that. So I felt like something was broken with Hygienists for Humanity. So even as much as we wanted to just drive forward with full speed, we can't do anything at the public the public 
doesn't receive us. Dental hygienists know how important mm-hmm. our work is, but the public doesn't realize how important our work is. So when I finished my master's degree, I started to really pivot and say, okay, now that I have this thesis question out there, you know, what stops dental hygienists from doing what we're supposed to do? It just made me want to use my platform even more to talk with dental hygienists about the dental hygiene standard for care. And the one thing that I focus on the most is how do you utilize your assessments and make that dental hygiene diagnosis to implement quality care for your patient and also be able to follow up. Um, So my platform now is really utilizing technology as a basis for high quality care and every patient deserves it. And when I think about and I reimagine what Hygienist for Humanity could be, it's like, what if we did have a digital scan at every single last outreach and we can do a scan for a patient and they see their mouths in a way that they've never seen it before. Now they have contact with a professional who's passionate about using this technology and able to educate them in a way that they never would have that experience before. It does multiple things. It gives the hygienist an outlet to use this technology and provide that care for the patient because they want to give back. But it also lets the patient know in a volunteer setting, the bar is set high. If I got this level of service in a volunteer setting, what should I be receiving in private care? So that's where I am with things. This is where my path is. I think that was a mouthful. I do get excited. (laughs) I do get excited. (laughs) You know, it's you and I know this, but everything leads to our next step. And, you know, it's, you talked about hygienists or humanity. You saw where the needs were missed and where the needs needed to be fulfilled. And that drove you to get your master's. You already had your thesis question. And it, it just led you to the next path. And now you're all done with school. Yes, amen, amen. You got your master's <laughs> degree. And recently you have started writing articles for RDH magazine on this topic about technology and how to apply it into your operatory or any public health work that you're doing. You know, it it all leads to another thing. And you were sharing with me, you know, these have been very popular topics. We did part one in the January, February issue. We did part two in the March issue. We've got a part three coming out. But you shared with me that you have associations reaching out to you, wanting you to come and lecture to them on this topic. What kind of things are they saying to you about this topic, about technology? So what they're finding is that more dental hygienists are recognizing technology in their operatories, but they're not entirely sure how to approach it. Some hygienists are saying the dentist does not want me to use it. Some hygienists are saying I don't want to use it. You know, it's one more thing added to my hygiene workflow. And then some other um, patients are really resenting the opportunity for being educated. So it's something across the board where meeting planners are saying, since technology is out there, we need to figure out a way to get our attendees excited about using this technology and excited about our profession. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it's often, it, you know, it's it's one more thing, but hygienists are also perfectionists and we don't want to start doing something that we know nothing about. So I commend you for introducing, you know, the necessity and educating our colleagues on the topic because then they become a little bit more comfortable when the opportunity to use it or learn about it comes up. So I am sure we're going to get a lot of comments and interest after people hear this podcast. How can hygienists get in touch with you or learn more from you? 
Great. Um, anyone can get in contact with me, hygienists especially. My email is msmuria at iCloud.com. That's Miss Maria at iCloud.com. Or you can connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram and it's Alicia Maria RDH on Instagram and Alicia Maria RDH on LinkedIn. I love to connect. Well, now this is something we hadn't talked about. We're we're getting ready to wrap this up. We've only got a couple of minutes left, but no. I like to I know it goes by so fast. I like to ask people that spend time with me on this podcast if there was one technology element that somebody could introduce into their operatory to get started, what would you recommend? Your computer monitor. It's an undervalued piece of equipment that you have in your practice. And I truly believe that clinicians think that technology has to be big and fancy and something that costs hundreds and thousands of dollars, but you have a laptop or you have a computer right there in your operatory and you're missing an opportunity to show your patient your your data right there on the computer. When they can see the information in black and white or you can educate them on what you're seeing, it creates an opportunity for the patient to be one, more engaged, but also to say yes to what you're recommending. So do not forget to use your operatory's monitor. Very good. I wouldn't have thought about that. That's why I asked you. I'm so glad you did. And I've got so many other great tips. (laughs) Give me one more. We got time. Give me one more tip. So dental hygienists who are looking to integrate scanning into their workflow, and they may say, you know, I don't have enough time. I would say, number one, you do have enough time. Your patient does not know how long it's going to take to update a digital scan. That's first and foremost. Number two, they're going to be completely wowed by the technology. So even if you fumble around with it, they've never seen this technology before. They've never had a clinician use it on them before. So they don't quite know what to expect. Number three, Use this piece of technology if you know that you're going to have a cancellation immediately after the appointment. So now you have some additional time where you're not in a rush to use the technology. And say, for instance, you don't have a cancellation, but you know that this patient is not due for radiographs or they're not due for perio charting, or maybe they're a perio maintenance patient who's not due for an exam. This may be 10 or 15 additional minutes that you now have to now integrate a scan and you don't have to be sweating bullets about how much time it's going to take. A fun fact is, you know, I started my journey with digital scanning with Align Technology as one of their hygiene faculty members. So I never was in an office and, you know, had the scanner put in my lap and had that hands-on workshop. But what we did have was an opportunity to scan each other in a conference room. So we were sitting straight up in in conference chairs and we scanned each other, not in the most ideal setting. My first scan took me about 25 minutes and that was in a standing up conference room setting. Now with practice, I'm scanning in about five minutes or less every time. So it can be done. It can be done as long as you just practice. So no one knew. Practice makes perfect. Even the attendees, no one knew. They were all wild that I was able to scan in 25 minutes is a lifetime, especially when you're presenting. So take that with you. You can do it. I'm going to take it with me. And I have a feeling that we'll probably be doing another podcast here a few months down the road because you have a lot of things coming up in your life. But I want to thank you for spending this time with me today and sharing your wealth of knowledge with our colleagues. And do you have any final thoughts before we say goodbye? 
I would just like to thank you, Jackie, for the platform and thank you for allowing us as dental professionals an opportunity to come together and learn from one another. And it's an esteemed privilege to be in this position to be interviewed. And I hope that I'm always able to share with my colleagues. So I'm excited to connect and and collaborate with others. But thank you again for this opportunity. Absolutely. Love you so much. You have a great day. And thank you to all of those who chose to spend time with Alicia and I today. Take care. Thanks, Jackie. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time.